0: One, two, three, four, just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day. And listened to some good old country records on the radio. And, yeah, what else can I say? Welcome back to the program. I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is Dave Callens. Hello. And Robert Timothy. Woohoo! All hey, right. I've been thinking of trademarking woohoo you know like
1: Paris Hilton got that's hot and you're like did how she did end she? up trademarking yeah Europe? yeah yeah and you're like how the fuck did she get that didn't Carl's Jr. say that five years ago Like, also every human being ever yeah exactly like everybody who's ever touched
2: the
0: stove <laughs> I mean there was a lady in uh, in Baltimore that d- trademarked Hun really? Well, yeah yeah she, she, uh, she got a lot of backlash wow. over she owned a diner I saw her on I think it's one of those like Kitchen rescue shows, or maybe it was a bar rescue, I'm not sure. But like, uh, yeah, uh, Hun is something they say in Maryland all the time. Oh yeah, everywhere also. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, she, she trademarked Hun. And uh, was wow. coming after people like for so you know because all, all these people sell t- uh, tourist merchandise which is says like Baltimore Hun yeah you know and
1: she was coming after these little T-shirt vendors. Meanwhile, Attila the Huns people come and sack her entire
0: store. That was... got to
2: go nerdy on <laughs> it. You always got to go nerdy. Your jug was bad. Jeez. You should feel bad for telling it. How Here's dare thing, you? Like my initial reaction is like fuck these people trying to trademark something like that. But then part of me is like. You know what? That's actually not a bad idea. Like, I should trademark dude. <laughs> dude. <I laughs> could what make are you going to so do with that? You're, you're just go after su- people. Just go after people. Just piece. go after <laughs> Jeff
0: Bridges. <laughs> so you'll be like the patent trolls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, exactly. like, it's like, I don't actually want to do anything with this, but I want to come after some yeah, people with some absolutely. free money, some settlement money. <laughs> Uh, so I was in the, uh, a nice restaurant a few nights ago. Ooh, this was the IHOP or the Denny's? Uh, it was a little bit nicer than Black Angus. I wow. Uh, had to How wear a coat. How come. did you get in? <laughs> <laughs> I wore a, 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 a fake mustache. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was 86 there years ago. <laughs> Some of the servers are like, that looks like a fancy Ryan Shore. <laughs> they're, they're really strict about pants there. Uh, anyway, and um, this fucking guy comes in Cowboy hat, bolo tie, uh, uh, belt buckle looks like he's the champion of something. How
1: (laughs) (laughs) How is Philip Rivers doing these days?
0: So I don't think that I've ever told you guys this about my reaction when I see a guy dressed up like in cowboy regal. I just start laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> I, I do. I like, okay. Wait, wait.
2: Is there a different type of reaction? Because that seems <laughs>
0: it, well, it's intense just so, respect. It's just so accepted. <laughs> Bobby salutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so accepted. People dressing like a cowboy. It's In so Texas, weird to me. Maybe. No, it, it, dude. I did a tour of the Midwest. There's cowboys everywhere. Oh. It's just so weird to me. Okay. It'd be w- funny if you
1: dressed like an Indian and just went up and stabbed him. <laughs>
0: It's that's clothes from the 1850s. Is there any other style that <laughs> but, is just widely accepted? Like that that guy wears a cloak and top hat. No, you can't. You can't just dress like like that. People would be like, "Why the fuck are you dressed like the Phantom of the Fucking Opera?" Dude, I
1: got one. You would have loved this guy. So one of my mentors in archaeology when I first got in was this old timey alcoholic archaeologist who had a whip. He, <laughs> close. Uh, he was a crazy dude. He got his. Here's an example. He got his PhD at UCLA now those guys who then burned
0: it <laughs> went, ah! so <laughs> like <last> one. <laughs>
1: academic PhDs take about twice as long as medical school so he's in there for seven or eight years think about this he got it while living in Mission Beach commuting to UCLA Ooh. and he didn't own a car he he spent his. Oh, entire- he was
2: using the secret underground tunnels that archaeologists are famous no, for. No, right?
1: no, no. He has from the age of 18 until the age of 65, all he owned were motorcycles. And oh, that's I all thought you were going to say used. a pirate ship. I was so excited. Why do you say that? Hold on, <laughs> let me get to that point. <laughs> <coughs> the entire time I knew this guy. He dressed in only authentic 1870s cowboy garb, not 1880s, not 1860s. <laughs> oh, 1870s. So, oh,
0: so wait a second, who
2: declared it was authentic?
0: <laughs> he did. He's a fucking archaeologist. Oh, I guess you're right. Um, you guys dig up cowboys now? So, what the fuck? <laughs> He did it's dusting off a fringe vest. <laughs> he did
1: th- he carried with him on every dig or survey or excavation everything we ever did he carried with him a the skull of his best friend. <laughs> no, an authentic <laughs> functional and loaded single action revolver circa 1875 on his hip and it worked yes and it was loaded and he shot it a lot <laughs>
0: <laughs> in case what someone <laughs> called him out at the saloon sort of let me get to that story <laughs> Jesus Christ who is this cartoon he, character he you're was, hanging out with yeah he was absolutely I'm nuts. picturing
2: him shooting it in the air celebratory <laughs> sort of like a,
0: he was He was just like after he gets done at the opium den <laughs> <laughs> sort of <laughs> Jesus yes, right. he
1: was a rabid alcoholic who was drunk all the time and it was just kind of accepted but he was really good at his job had a PhD from UCLA, so everybody kind of gave him space, and uh, it was again like total wild man. At one point, we went someplace to go do some survey work, and we went off roading in a, in his vehicle. And then as we get out, an 1870 p- jeep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, get shouldn't ride a horse. Bones.
1: We get close to a no n- wait time out.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying Indiana Jones was a pussy. Right. But this is the guy I want to see a movie about.
1: Oh, yeah. By the way, this is also the guy I started, you know, I'm 22 years old, just new in archaeology. And he calls me up at one point. He's like in his 60s. And he goes, hey, hey, Bobby, you're young. I need you to call up three women who are willing to be topless in a music video I'm making. And I was like, what
0: see, the fuck do you think I do? No, now, no, he said, I, he said uh, <laughs> he calls up Bobby and goes, Bobby, I need you to meet me at the Twin Pines Mall on <laughs> bring a camera. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: see, I kind of get why Bobby's so fucked up, because he came up thinking this was yes, normal. totally,
1: totally. And he was just a wild man. He's the one who got me into using, like, powered paragliders to look at archaeology stuff. He's just a, oh, he was a nutty dude, right? And, uh... And one of the things that he would do is we went off-roading to go to this one survey site. And when we did, we happened to run into another art crew that was doing other work nearby. They West were doing, Side Story. They were, yeah, snapping. kind of. They were doing like a Met Tower. And we get out, and this guy who's a field tech, which is like kind of the low level of archaeology where, is where I was at the time, said, uh, excuse me, sir, you can't drive there. You can't drive off-road here. And the guy, this guy, this older, old-timey archaeologist, who didn't know he couldn't drive there and was incensed by the idea that a young 23-year-old kid was telling him he couldn't, got out and just started screaming at him. Who the fuck do you work for? You work for you work for ASM. I know Jr. I've worked I've worked with Jr. for thirty
0: years. Who the fuck do you think you are, sir? By you can't go off road, I mean this is the sidewalk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get out and we start walking, and he's still fuming and fuming, and he finally just goes, "Fuck it, I'm gonna shoot a few rounds over his head." And he starts uh, walking back. No. <laughs> Jackson, no, no. We pulled him away. At one point, I was doing a job with him in Arizona, and this crazy woman came up driving next to us. We're off roading, going towards this military base. This crazy woman drives up next to us, and she's like. This is private property. You can't be on here. I'm calling the cops. And he looked at her and he goes, Hey, lady, I'm a federal archaeologist. If you want, I'll walk over there to that Federal Air Force Base, grab an artifact, throw it on your land, and then occupy it by eminent domain. You want me to do that? And then she didn't say anything. He goes get the fuck out of here, and
0: what she left. What kind of abuse of well, power is well, 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 that? No, Hold on again, this guy—it
2: was never an archaeologist. He was a drunk, homeless <laughs> drifter <laughs> yes. who told Bobby. Funny an story about that. <laughs> oh my god!
1: So, uh, <laughs> and, and, and when, when that lady left again, I'm a young field tech, and I was like, "Oh my god, you have that power!" And he's like, "No, don't be an idiot. <laughs> Just lied to her."
2: Um, I'm he, going to use that at some point in my life. Yeah,
1: he did his PhD dissertation as an ethnography on Skid Row in like the. Oh, his late home. 70s, early 80s with a 38 snub nose in his jacket just hanging out and living with homeless people and had to use the gun like three or four times.
2: Had to or wanted to. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> yeah,
1: based on his activity. And then eventually when he retired. Going back to Dave's thing, uh, full circle. He moved down to Honduras, built a pirate ship, and then used and it was to, never seen again. <laughs> used it to ferry tourists around like an island down there.
0: <laughs> I just, I feel like you're giving Dave too many ideas. This all sounds like things he would do. You're but, not on board with this? Come on. <laughs> Next time I see him, he's gonna be dressed like a cowboy. He's, he's just like, what are you doing? Like, I got a whole new system. <laughs> he said, it was so
1: great. He would just call me up randomly, and he's like, Hey, Bob. I got a hold of an ultralight aircraft, but it's it's in Mexico, and we can't legally bring it in the United States. I need you to come with me, because we're going to fly it over the border secretly. And I was like, we're not drug smugglers, Jackson. Or,
2: or probably more likely, hey, Bobby, I killed another hooker. Come <laughs>
1: and
0: bury this body. Also, can you bring some topless young women for me, please? <laughs> hey, hey, bring some artifacts. We'll, we'll toss those in the shallow bay with their uh, imminent domain. Yeah, because <laughs> that's a rule. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. A lot, lot of
1: shooting off single single oh, action Jesus. revolvers. Yeah,
0: most. Well, that explains a lot about you. Oh, yes, that's it, it really does. Uh, anyway, back to people who dress like a cowboy. Other, <laughs> th- other than that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a weird thing to me that it's so accepted that we that the people dress in this one style yeah. from like 155 no, no, for years a, ago. Like
2: two Bobby's stories. You could not dress
0: like a pirate. Yes. Yeah, right. Laugh totally. their asses off example. at you. You know, you know what? There are people that like, like to dress like they're from the Renaissance, but they sequester that yes, to fair yeah, yeah. once a year so they don't get their ass kicked they by everybody. Themselves. You know what? You're on,
1: you're on to something, Ryan, because that is yeah, that is one time period. Even if you take American history, like if somebody were just walking around with the tricorder hat from the American Revolution yeah. and like the frilly shirt and stuff, you'd be
0: like, what the fuck are you doing? No, you're no, like, you'd Sorry, be I'm, I'm just doing like, doing
2: oh, it. there's a reenactment going on? Yeah.
0: Where, can right, I watch right, this? But this guy walks into a fucking fancy restaurant, a cowboy, Hat no one says, Hey, are you in costume? Right,
2: I'm and just th- picturing Ryan standing next to the guy's table laughing the entire time. Well, I kind of was. I,
0: uh, the air was like, Shit, I couldn't help it. I'm trying to like stifle the laughter. <laughs> I'm like, he looks like a children's entertainer at a birthday party. <laughs> Let me just make a suggestion make sure he doesn't have a single action revolver before you laugh so hard. Uh, uh, I cased him, I, cased <laughs> him, you know? I did my security uh, uh, check on him, but no, like, uh, perfect example. Uh, and this was the worst time that, that my uh, tick of laughing every time I see a cowboy came into play is my, um, my own funeral about a year ago, my cousin Lives in Montana. I haven't seen her in 15 years. She's since been divorced and remarried since I, I saw I her I know last. this isn't the
2: way this is going, but I was really hoping that it turns out that the body in the casket is yeah. dressed in cowboy gear. And, they, and they, as Ryan walks up for one final view, he just starts laughing.
1: I would like it if they didn't show it either. They had the casket closed, but they opened it midway through the <laughs> ceremony. And as they did, they had strings attached to his arm, so it was
0: like, pew, 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 That's my dead uncle here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what actually happens is that when I approached the, ca- the casket, he grabbed me, opened his eyes, and went, "Kick up! <laughs> kudos ryan's <laughs> uncle you
1: take this round <laughs>
0: so no what happened was like uh, she's like have you met my husband i'm like no you know i haven't she's like she's like hey chris come meet ryan dude comes out fucking 10 gallon stetson oh, bolo tie, fucking big bag of fringe vest so immediately i start laughing and that didn't go over well but well <laughs> like, like my whole thing was like you no, co- no, I'm not laughing at you. It's your ridiculous clothing. <laughs> I'm like, you're at your wife's dad's funeral. You couldn't put your whole rootin' tootin' persona on hold for a half an hour to go to this fucking funeral. You just had to dress like a cowboy. Are you six years old? Are you six years old? Now, right. here's
1: what I think we institute. They're allowed to dress like a cowboy, and we as a society will not mock them. We will not make fun of them. Guys no, like- board. hold on, Ryan. <laughs> Here, hear me out, Ryan. Right. Guys like Ryan have to, be good. have to hold their tongue. However, because they're dressing like a cowboy, we get to play by cowboy rules, like cattle rustle rules. Meaning, the second they walk in, we get to steal their car and leave. Okay, but then you get hung. <laughs> That's <laughs> only if they catch you. That's only thing they catch you. <laughs> Not the cops. There's no law in this land. That guy in the cowboy hat- outfit—he's gonna to have, to have an artifact
2: you. with him. This car is eminent domain. <laughs> 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 no, I want to do a reality show now. It'd be like a variation of Undercover Boss, but where Ryan. Works in a store that exclusively sells cowboy merchandise and gear. And so he's the clerk. So anytime oh. when someone comes to make a purchase, Ryan's like, eh, eh, <laughs> you, you want to buy this ad? Oh, well, <laughs> I, I see.
1: You think of that as Ryan being super happy. I see that as Ryan becoming Al Bundy, and just miserable every day as he's trying on cowboy
0: boots. As, <laughs> as I'm forcing a big fucking leather yeah. boot on a guy's big corn. This fist- is for novelty. <laughs> live a real life, you asshole. <laughs> you live life in a costume. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, but, like, there's not people walking around in bell-bottom leisure suits, is all I'm saying. We didn't (laughs) hold on to that one. I think there's a few people, but uh, they're hipsters, so. So, um, I I didn't mention this. It happened a little bit ago, but uh, I have have kind of a good problem is, given what my wife does, uh, you know, the fetish photography and Mm -hmm. modeling, there's a lot of naked women in my house a bunch. Yes. You know? it, it can be a little awkward because, you know, you're trying you're trying not to look and, and like yeah. like I said before, I make a point when there's like a nude woman in bondage gear in my sure. in my dining room getting her picture taken. I don't want to be a creep that makes her uncomfortable. I don't want my wife having the reputation of, oh, uh, don't walk with Aaron. There's this fucking creepy fucking Irish guy there with a with a caveman brow that'll just yep. peer at you from the kitchen. But um so I make a point not to do that. She had this model over recently. They do a, they do like a fetish um, shoot, and later was that all cowboy gear. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my house, <laughs> happy trails, bitch. So, <laughs> so, uh, so she does she does a fetish shoot with this girl, very busty. Um, right. Just so, so, just so you know. She's wearing a uh, uh, like, a, like an all fishnet nipple tape that, that describes a few people, so I'm not putting her on blast here. <laughs> so later that evening, my band's coming over to load up gears so we can go to a show. So you, so I decided to cook everyone dinner. Nothing big, just like some pasta for everyone, so we have something to eat before we load. I'm picturing
2: Grooves shows up wearing fishnet and nipple tape. It's like, <laughs> well, this is awkward. Now
0: you have to change. <laughs> so the thing is, uh, I I invite her. I'm like I'm like, uh, hey. Um, do you want to have dinner with us? We're, uh, we got a show later tonight. She's like, yeah, totally. I'm like, all right, cool. So anyway, the photo shoot ends. The photo shoot's been over about an hour now. She has yet to put on her shirt. And dudes are just coming over, unaware that she'd be there. Right. <laughs> and she just sits down at dinner, just topless wearing nipple tape, and just starts <laughs> eating like it's nothing. And so now everyone at the table is on the same page as me, like, I don't want to be a creep here, but <laughs> uh, there's the fucking the boobs out of the table. There's strange
1: boobs, not my wife's boobs. Strange boobs. It would be funny. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you guys do this too. All guys do this, which is. The best thing about being outside and seeing good-looking women is that you can check them out while looking straight forward because you're wearing sunglasses, right? So you you keep your face going straight forward. <laughs> everyone at the table has sunglasses. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I imagine they walk in, everyone has sunglasses. They're all staring straight ahead at nothing, but actually their eyes
0: are darting down. It's just acting like they're all blind. They have a little cane. <laughs> and so anyway, uh, one of one of the guys' wife shows up and she's like, "Uh, you're very topless." And she goes, "Yeah, I did a photo shoot." She's like do you want to put a shirt on, honey? And she <laughs> goes, no, I'm fine. And so <laughs> so I would be funny
1: if before that answer, she's like, you want to put a shirt on, honey? And then somebody was like,
0: boo, oh, oh, boo, mind your fucking business. She <laughs> look over, it's her husband.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, that is weird, though, because, I mean, obviously... You're putting people in an awkward situation. <laughs> yeah. You have to know that.
0: Uh, like, yeah,
1: exactly. And, and Maybe like, she just thinks everybody's cool and not, you know, got to stick up them. Because, uh, hey, they're boobs.
0: Uh, Who cares? They're boobs. I don't know. Everyone at the table is, like, in an awkward position. now, was like, okay, on one hand, awesome. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, like, what do I do? Like, Because now your whole dinner has become don't, a game of don't stare at the boobs. That's, See, now, uh, th- or occasionally glance at the boobs.
2: No, How about oh, you just occasionally glance? <laughs> now, Ryan – He's doing the right thing. Not trying to be a creep, not yes, looking. totally. Not whatever. As a guest in someone's house, yeah. you should also try to be on better behavior. Oh, I'm a guest here. There's strangers that I've not met. Maybe I'll put on a shirt where normally I.
1: Wear. I, th- I thought you were going a different route. I thought you were saying like Ryan's trying to be a gentleman,
0: but as a guest in his house, Groobs is allowed to stare at the face. <laughs> <piece. laughs> that's that's guest privilege. Well, there was one guy at the table that did not get the memo about yeah. not being a creep. It, uh, my drummer brought along his buddy, his, uh, who's a construction worker with him, just to help load he's gear. Whistling, <laughs> <he's laughs> <can't Like>, calling <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> so that, that dude's gaze did not break. He just sat there like, well, I'm staring
1: at this now while I eat spaghetti. <laughs> There's something more honest about him, don't you think? (laughs) he's
0: living his best life yeah yeah no I
1: listen if you have your boobs out just understand guys will look at them there's nothing wrong with that you have great boobs we like looking at boobs everybody wins just don't be creeps dudes don't say anything weird don't say anything and, and also
0: occasionally look away make eye contact and say how's your family also about the, also about this model, and this happens a lot, and this, maybe this ties into why she wasn't getting the hint, like maybe you should throw a T-shirt on. <laughs> uh, but um, some models, kind of, kind of ditzy, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. So, you ever talk to someone that feels like they're one of those? Uh, talking Tina dolls where there's a string on the back that, that, ah. and they just have eight preloaded uh, right. phrases that don't correspond to any conversation. And yeah. they all start with, uh, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, that's kind of how it was. Like, like, um, like, uh, It felt like she had preloaded fucking phrases because I'd be like, all right, guys, um, we should probably get there by 9 o'clock uh, so we can have all our gear loaded and then we're going to back line with the other band. She'd go, scandalous. I'd be like, <laughs> the fuck oh my are you God. talking yeah, about? Yeah,
2: the catchphrase. Ta- I, right, God damn right. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: The, 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 the very much Paris Hilton, that's hot, yes. going back to earlier in this episode. Yeah. But yeah, it'd just be like a phrase you'd blurt out, like, what did that correspond to?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I think some people are just so nervous and socially inept that they just insert something there. And here's the thing. If you're a guy and you've done that you're even like a portion of your life, all your dude friends will look at you and go, Shut the fuck up! What are you saying? Stop bothering everybody. <laughs> if you're a hot busty girl, yeah. everybody just nods their head and goes, "Yes, that is scandalous." <laughs> She's absolutely correct. That was a very By good point. Way, any- insightful. She's super
2: insightful.
0: By the way, do you have any tape I can borrow? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So, um, b- back to the uh, the whole uh, band thing. One thing that I that, that comics don't have to put up with, usually i found music to be completely congruent to comedy is yeah to, same in terms experience of with promoters,
2: promoters
0: and, and, yeah. and you know all that shit. One thing that comics don't have to put up with is fans. You uh, yeah, don't have fans <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> boobs. <laughs> Yeah, um, is uh, uh, drunk white girls demanding you play them a song or let them sing a song. Oh, Jesus. I wanna see the version of that where the drunk drunk white girl comes up and she's like, Tell the Chris Rock joke about
1: black people. Well <laughs> I I t- she's just she's like, do a callback. <laughs> I
0: wanna hear a call back. Crowd <laughs> work! <laughs> Crowd work this direction can I come up and say the Jim Gaffigan hot pocket <laughs> joke? <laughs>
2: it's my joke. You understand? Dude, that would make stand-up comedy so much more fun for it's me. It's my oh birthday. My God.
0: Do two closers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I first discovered this. Now, I did discover it as a comic, but working as an MC, I was doing an event. I think I told the story on the show before, but um, I was MCing a corporate event from a DJ booth, and the DJ was standing next to me. He was playing music. I was just doing the whole hosting duties like alright next part of the contest uh, and this girl like came up and drunkenly demanded I stop the event in its tracks and play a song for her and I was like yeah you know what he'll play that song for you in just one second I just got to announce the winner of this award no I'm leaving now <laughs> they're like lady I'll, I'll play it for you in literally 15 seconds stop talking and it will have already happened no! <laughs> I already told my friends that I would walk out to this song! Well, we should have done that. And then Ryan's like, fine,
1: I'll do it. And then she looks and goes, scandalous. <laughs> she was wearing
0: nipple tape, so uh, that played a huge factor. But, um, no, no um, but uh, a- a- after this Fiend show, this last one we played, um, we were, we were done. We were loading our equipment back into the van. Our shit was all cleared off the stage. And keep in mind, Through all this, listeners that don't know, we're a Misfits tribute band that comes into play. We only play songs by the band, the
2: Misfits. And Uh, if you weren't aware of that at the show, you would know that because you're dressed as the fucking Misfits.
0: Right. So we're loading our gear, and and this girl, comes, the drunk white girl, comes back there into the uh, back alley where we're loading our stuff and hanging out. She's like, you guys are awesome. That was great. Can you play one more? And like, now our shit, our shit is uh, is broken down, right? Yeah. Oh, unloaded. Yeah. This is the latest encore request and ever. Outside, we're outside. She's like, "Can you play one more so I can sing?" And we're like, "Ah, oh, sorry, ladies, we're all done for the night." Our gear's outside. She's like, "What the fuck is your problem?" She went from, <laughs> she went from "You guys are awesome, I love you, can I please play? Uh, can I please uh, sing a song with you?" To "What is your problem?" And she would not take no for an answer. This kept going. Like, lady art. Our, our gear's broken down. We're done for the night. We've played all the songs we know, by the way. We're done. What? It's one song. You can't play one more song. It's my birthday. Yep, she hit the birthday card. <laughs> you got white girl incelled.
2: <laughs> she just gave you the please show Bob's, and you were like, no. And he's like, fuck you, sluts.
0: I didn't want to see your tits anyway. <laughs> and, and so finally, we were just like, well, what song do you want us to play? She goes, yellow card. Uh, that's not even that's close. Not even song. I'm, like, I'm like, that's a band that yeah. we don't play. It's like, you guys are fucking assholes. We don't have a fiddle, asshole. <laughs> you know what's funny about this is I posted this story online, and one of the guys from Yellow Card saw it and said and and commented, this is not my fault. <laughs> 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 but look, that's just this weird entitlement that only drunk white girls yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It, it is, and,
1: and this is what I've been wondering. Did something happen in the 90s and the early 2000s where like, young white girls were getting some kind of prestigious birthday parties. What, there is happened, what happened where all of a sudden a white girl's birthday Dude. became the celebration of a lifetime? Because we all know this as comics, worst two things that can be in your audience, bachelorette party or young white chick out on her birthday with her yes. friends.
0: Those people will heckle you. Bobby's never been to a quinceañera. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: they're respectful Mexicans. Let be me quiet. These <laughs> These people will heckle you Probably a hundred percent of the time, uh, they're gonna say something during the show. What happened? Scandalous. What happened <laughs> with young white girls celebrating birthday Hilton. parties in the nineties? she got famous. Every white girl's like, "Oh, that's me." Oh yeah. Ew. Because <laughs> my birthday comes around and I'm like, "Oh, cool! I uh, my wife got me a new sport coat, and we get to go out to dinner." But like, I would never, in the middle of going out to dinner, walk up to the chef and be like. I
0: need something special for my birthday. Not, Not enough people understand the concept. That your birthday is only special to people that care about you. Yes, right. And no. only on the actual fucking day. Right, right. Yeah, I, it's
2: like,
0: not your birthday weekend. It's not your birthday week. Like fucking when I was a bartender, people would come up like, hey, it's my birthday. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck because I don't love you. <laughs> 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 so that doesn't matter to anyone Literally, the people that love you. The
1: only reason you should be telling me that is if it's your 21st birthday, in which case you're announcing you're now legally allowed to drink. Uh, that is it. <laughs> <laughs> See, for me,
0: I don't even care about that. Uh, okay. I don't love you. I was going to serve
1: you it. if you were 20. I didn't care. There
0: are 17 people on this planet whose birthdays matter to me, and you're not one of them. (laughs) They all wear cowboy gear. (laughs) No, none of them work out. They put on one hat, and they are done with the birthday thing with me.
1: I had a pretty interesting thing happen to me this week, right after we broke last week for our podcast. There was a house that was for sale, and I was like, all right, this is in a neighborhood. My wife and I brought property there. We, we want to build a house, but this one is, actually touches our property. We thought maybe that'll be easier. Bobby moved in, claimed squatters rights. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, let me go check this out. So I called up the real estate agent. Now, I don't know why this is. Real estate, <laughs> he threw a fucking artifact and there <laughs> <laughs> So I call up the real estate agent. I don't know why this is that real estate agents are the only profession where they feel the need to put their picture
0: on their ads. Like, I don't care what the fuck you look like, Brett. I'm buying a house. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's only entertainment where it makes sense. Like yeah, that the, makes here, sense. Here's my headshot of my business yeah. card in case you, you have a part that's good for me. And real estate. It's so <laughs> fucking weird. So I look
1: at this picture, and it's like a young dude. He's got spiked up hair. He really does a lot of work in like OB and PB, and he just looks really, he does. He looks really hip. And I looked at him, and I was like, uh, okay. And I call up. And I get, he's clearly in the car driving, and he's like, barely audible. Hey, yeah, man, that house. He caught him. He was vaping. It's getting a lot of. It's getting a lot of looks. I was like, this motherfucker can't put the bong down. Was he drunk? Long <laughs> enough. That's what I thought. But he said he was driving. So I'm like, this is going to be weird. And <laughs> oh, he said, yeah, no one could ever possibly drive <laughs> Well, all, I wouldn't answer the phone. I wouldn't go for three. <laughs> you know. But uh, and I was like, this stoner motherfucker literally can't put the bong down long enough to sell a seven hundred thousand dollars house. He's like, yeah, no, oh, everybody's, everybody's calling about that house, man. And I was like, what is, go? I can't believe this is a professional. I was really frustrated. I was about to tell him off. I was about to be like, hey, motherfucker, I'm trying to buy a house here. Act professional. So I was like, all right, can I make an appointment? Because he's wearing
2: a cowboy hat on the other end of the yeah. line.
1: As, I don't even know where I got these clothes. <laughs> and I make the appointment and I was, I was like, all right, can you, uh, we you meet me there? And he's like, yeah, I might be late. Uh- <laughs> I was like, who wants this motherfucker to sell their houses? A horrible idea. So eventually, I go and I got to sh- be like the nephew of the people selling right. it. Right. Well, that's
0: and that's crazy to me too. Because when, when I was buying my house, what I learned from my real uh, realtor is that like uh, it's the most like competitive job you could possibly have. Sure. Because there's too many realtors and not enough houses, oh, and they yeah. have no skill. It's, it's
1: been described as the they're best.
2: Literally, just a middleman.
1: Yes, they're they've been described as the the best paying minimum wage workers because they have minimum wage skills but they get paid insane amounts of money. right? right? So there's nobody who's a realtor. Like if you've been doing it for a long time, you might have a good knowledge of the real estate market but realistically, you can get that with 30 days of study. Like there is nothing... Hard about realty, right. so like at all.
0: I, I, I felt like I, I went through a couple of realtors. I felt like the first one where I'm like, I would like a uh, nice three bedroom house for sale in Claremont. He's like, All right, I'll use my skills. Google, yeah, a exactly. house in Claremont for sale. Oh, there's one,
2: dude. When uh, when I was married and we were buying our first place, um, we were looking at Mira Mesa, and so we found an agent who's gonna represent us, and so we, we found a place we liked, and the in Mira say at the time, I don't know if it's still around, but there was a guy who's on all the billboards. He's called the condo king. Okay. Richard something. But it was always the condo king.
0: Yeah, stupid commercial, didn't he? So
2: He had stupid billboards. <laughs> but so he was the one selling the place that we liked. Yeah. So we met with our realtor. We'd met her a few times. And so one night we're meeting with her and we're talking about putting an offer in, And I don't know what we said or something just like made her freak the fuck out. She was like, we're going up against the condo king don't you get it <laughs> <laughs> like he's a fucking super villain or something <laughs> it was the me and my what? wife were like what the fuck is happening right
1: now what, what are we even going up against yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I, I guess you but that's still funny by the way a side tip if you want to buy don't get an agent go out look for a place you want and then use the seller agent as your buyer's agent and you can knock it down from 6% to 4% <laughs> just that build
0: way. a fucking pirate ship and yeah. yeah. sell <laughs> it
1: but anyway regardless So I make the appointment with the guy I'm Questioning whether or not he's even going to show up, this stoner motherfucker. I show up to the house and he pulls up right ahead of me. Uh, I pull up right next to him, and as he's getting out the car, what I'm like,
0: are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm actually getting ready because I was pretty frustrated with him. I was like getting ready to be like, "Hey, just so you know, like you almost lost this client to come look at your house because you were really unprofessional on the phone." Because I was like, I had, the entire drive there, I was like ruminating about. it. I was like, "Fuck this guy!" Like. This is a major sale, and he is not trying. I should call. He had cerebral palsy. (laughs) I should. I'm sorry, man.
2: But here's the thing: like, I totally get your frustration. I feel the same way. But the market here is so hot; he doesn't give a shit.
1: Well, so I I was thinking about calling the seller to let her know. So he shows up as he's getting out of the car. He gets out with a cane. He has cerebral palsy. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Sorry to bury your lead there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: And I, I got out, and like I had that that energy about you. Like you're about to go tell somebody some shit. And I get out, and I was like. I'm so happy I didn't say shit over the phone. Uh, oh my god! I'm so happy I didn't say so shit over the phone. One of the worst. Oh, things, this would have been horrible.
2: One of the worst things about this now you have to stuff that anger down inside. Yeah, and yeah. And hope anger it doesn't blue. come out like when someone steps in front of you in line somewhere. No, not me. Your hey,
1: blue balls. No, yeah. no, no, not me. That anger immediately turns to shame and self hatred. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, but it's, it's still solved. Any- oh, it's yeah. solved. God damn, that's hilarious. Yeah,
2: it was... So and, you buy the house or what? No, and I can tell
1: you... <laughs> no, still don't much. buy from cripples. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was not handicap accessible. I was so fuming on the phone, and I was so close, so close to saying something like, hey, you know what? You're being really unprofessional. And I just realized... If I would have said that, I probably wouldn't have gone to the thing. I probably would have been like, fuck this guy. You're unprofessional and hung up the phone. And I would have never known what a fucking asshole I was. Oh, yeah. Knowing
2: you, you also would have gone on some kind of vigilante yeah, yeah, spree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called like up the, the owner and been like, all his billboards let and- me
1: tell you about Johnny Pothead you have working <laughs> for you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd probably be like, well, I'm sure he's got a medical use. <laughs> God, You're all having hilarious. different
0: conversations. <laughs> So uh, one guy that showed up to the the uh, one of the last shows I did, you ever the fiend show, not the comedy. Yeah, show. yeah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but, um, you ever you ever know a guy that is just like so notoriously disliked that we
1: all have eight names of comedians in our oh, head yeah. right well, now. I'm a
0: comic. I know a bunch of those
1: people. One of those guys
0: <laughs> where it's like you you, met, you you see a guy that you don't like, you you go I hate that guy. Someone you know is like yeah, me too. You're like oh, you yeah, know that yeah, guy? Yeah. No, I don't. I just <laughs> feel it. No, this guy. All right, so let me. <laughs> It was weird, because every time I talk to someone, they know this guy, too, and it's not a favorable type of deal. It's always like, oh, yeah,
1: I have a story about that guy, So too. he's like on the, big on the music scene. He goes around a lot. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's a guy that notoriously shows up at shows and makes a fucking clown of himself, mm-hmm. right? Now, um, like
1: yeah. a guy who gets too drunk and throws up, a guy who gets violent with people. No, let
0: me, let me give you, like, a, okay, a guy who um, will will try and sneak in the back door and not pay the coverage. Okay. He's notoriously broke. And will go around finishing people's drinks off the bar. Where Whoa. their back is turned. That's a very him move. That's what he's like most known for is going up and stealing drink from, from like someone wow. behind their back and just like downing it before they get. Never
1: before would I have wished that somebody had gotten incidentally roofy. <laughs> <laughs> like he goes and picks up the wrong one. Dude, yeah.
2: I have never met this guy. I don't know who he is. I've just heard so many stories from Ryan and other people. And one of the things that sticks out in my mind about this guy is. Uh, he famously had his Facebook profile picture of him standing in front of, he's, he's like, not a hipster, like a rockabilly guy. Right, right,
0: right.
2: Him posing, crouched down in front of like a classic 50s car, not his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just saw this car like, sure. oh, that that goes good with me. And, took a <laughs> picture, and that's now his profile picture.
1: <laughs> Cholos do that a lot. So, so he's, I, maybe he's just adopting the culture.
0: He's a notorious mooch. Oh, uh, one time we were uh, going to see this band called the Necromantics. My buddy uh, uh, had an extra ticket. He's like, uh, and over at this place, brick by brick. They don't have physical tickets. So you have your name at the door. When you buy a mm-hmm. ticket, they put your name at the door. So uh, I'm waiting in line to get in, and my friend sticks his head out and says something to the guy like checking names in the list. Like, "Oh yeah, that's my buddy right there." He gets my extra ticket, and the guy goes, "Oh, come on." And as as this is happening, I feel someone brush past me. I notice from the back of his jacket it's this guy we're talking about <laughs> who rushes in. And he, he he whispers something to the guy the the guy um, taking names at the door, and then disappears inside. I walk to the front of the line. He's like, "I'm like," he's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm the friend." He's like, "That guy with the leather jacket." Just said he was the friend. So this guy wow. saw him say, "That's my friend." and gets my ticket and he goes, "Now's my chance." And, and, yes. and when he was whispering to the guys, he means me, and he disappears inside. I'm like, "That guy with the leather jacket just said that he was the friend." I go, "I'm like, here's my ID and my cell phone. Can I go grab him?" And He's like, "Yeah, go for it. I don't like that kid." I'm like, "You know, you know him too." What? How? Ballsy is so yes.
1: that? that is so short term thinking. Bobby,
2: that's just the tip of the iceberg. The wow.
1: stories
0: Ryan has told me. What? Oh my god, that's so short term. So, uh, so I, I find him like yo, and he's like, oh, what's up, bro? I'm like, I'm like, you steal my fucking ticket. He's like, oh uh, no, I literally grab him by the jacket, fucking march him back to the door, and like tell him you were lying. And he's like, <laughs> he goes, oh, I, I thought he meant me when he pointed. I'm like, wait a minute. Have you, Mike, have you ever seen this guy in your life? He's like, nope. I'm like, so you thought this random stranger who you've never seen before in your life pointed to you out of a big crowd of people and went, that guy's my friend, he gets my extra ticket. It was this Bruce
2: Springsteen, Courtney Cox moment where he pulls her up on stage <laughs> I
0: was thinking, he's like, Oprah would do it, I get a ticket, and I get a ticket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: anyways, that's the kind of guy I'm talking about. Ooh, wow. another one is, uh, uh, he, he's like you said, he's a musician of, of sorts. He got um, all of his gear stolen out of his car because he's an idiot and left it unlocked. Mm-hmm. And he started a GoFundMe, for uh, to to replace all his gear because he's like because be, be, because music's my livelihood you got to make money at something for it to right, be a livelihood yeah. but that's besides the point and the target goal was seven grand I know a little something about guitars sure the amp and guitar he listed uh, came to a grand total of about mm, one thousand dollars maybe uh, fifteen hundred it was a Marshall half and a, and a, a Gretsch ho- semi hollow body that's a seven hundred dollar guitar and like I'll just I'll just give him the the doubt and say a thousand dollar guitar okay. I I full-on asked him, where is the other $5,400 going? And he's like, sentimental value, bro. Me and and that guitar have history. Is he going to buy more sentimental value? (laughs) (laughs) He finds like a little kid who loves the guitar
1: and forces his mom to sell it to him? (laughs) See,
2: like I said, I don't know the guy, but based on everything I've heard, I can just imagine if somehow he heard this podcast and somehow figured out it was him we were talking about, he would almost use this as a credit. Yeah. Hey, guys, I was featured on a podcast.
1: As featured on the yeah. podcast. Uh, maybe we should start fucking with him. I've, I've had this fantasy for a long time. No, it,
2: you think that's a good idea, but yeah. it just leads to trouble. Well,
1: but except I've had this fantasy for a long time of fucking with crazy people like that under the name of other crazy people. right? So like we start off with the flat earth guy, right? And we we send messages from a fake
0: profile of that guy to the other guy, and we get them in a battle. About eight years ago, by the way, this is my, one of my favorite. Uh, him and a guy who's even douchier, who was in a popular band for five minutes, but got kicked out for being a douche and mm-hmm. losing their van, actually. I was sitting with these guys at, uh, at a table at this bar, Rosie O'Grady's. This is before I knew what turd salads these two were. Yeah. And uh, uh, all of a sudden, one of them, the guy that was in a popular band, goes, by the way, don't be surprised if a lot of people around here recognize me. That, that's, that's the kind of guy I'm talking Just about. Just even say that. And I oh went, my Yee-haw, God. cool. And like out of a movie, as he says that, this girl walks up to the table and she goes, excuse me, he goes, yeah. She, and she goes, no, not you. And he point, she points at me. She goes, are you a comic? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, me and my boyfriend saw you at the County Palace. Like, you oh, that, that's you that. so awesome. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. She mm. goes, you do that joke about the bouncer, which is funny because he's a bouncer. I thought he was even mad, but he thought it was really funny. Anyway, uh, we really liked your your act. I'm like, oh, thanks a lot. And uh, I got a song about a bouncer. Want to hear it? <laughs> as as she's saying that, this guy he is like does like. <coughs> 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 I'm in a band. <coughs> no, <Notice> me <coughs> And like she like she she kind of gets the vibe. That, this guy wants to be talked to as well. Mm. And she's like, oh, so hi, are, are you guys both comics too? Uh. This guy fucking and, and his little buddy starts scoffing. Scoff like, <laughs> like, like, being called a comic right. is the most uncool thing there could possibly be. The, Lenny Bruce wasn't a person. Being on a comic, like, like, a comic is still getting a pie to the face and wearing rainbow suspenders. They start scoffing. They go, <laughs> no, no. And then all of a sudden... There's this wind-up. He gets this fucking smug look in his face, looks at his buddy, gives him a nod, and goes, we're rockin' rollers. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, nods his head like she just, she, like, she, like, he just told her she's a brain surgeon who also plays for the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> and he just goes, we're rocking rollers. And she just, like, stares her for a second and goes, okay. And just fucking walks away. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna change seats. See if fellas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
2: And now he would, he would still use that in the future, like t- talking about a time he got recognized at Rodeo- Rosie O'Grady's.
0: <laughs> Speaking of friends, do you guys ever have a friend from like way back in the day that you somehow feel this weird urge to check on? Like, you know, they're, they're not doing so hot, but it's, it's totally not your responsibility. Like maybe someone from like your hometown. Um, again, as a comic, I can think of eight or nine people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a weird thing. Like uh, I have a friend from back home who, you know, never left. Got fucking hooked on opiates. You know, yeah. the whole the whole nine did a couple stints in jail. And for some reason, I'm always, like, calling to make sure he's not dead. What is that? Like, we haven't hung out in 15 years. Sure. What is this weird guilt I'm feeling? That you, I, I, I can't That describe. you need to constantly assure yourself that this person is
1: alive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's weird to, to me. He's, you know what, he's, I mean? what he's not mentioning is he knows for a fact that he's in this person's will. So he's actually,
0: <laughs> he's, he's like in front he's of the open, 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 open. <laughs> oh, cool. I'll get a futon and two knockoff <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a cowboy hat. Those, cars, those guitars are worth seven grand. They got sentimental value.
1: <laughs>
0: he left me a pirate ship.
2: <laughs> no,
0: no, like, uh, I, uh, I hadn't heard from him. Like, his Facebook is active, but he hasn't posted on it for, like, you know, four months. I'm like, ah, it's one of those friends, like, oh, shit, is he dead? It's like one of those things. It, yeah. like, it's not even like, oh my God, I'm worried. It's like, ah, fuck, he's probably dead. So, like, I call his, I call his girlfriend or I text her. I'm like, hey, man, I'm uh, just checking on Jake, you know, make sure he's doing all right. She's like, uh, he uh, he's on a little vacation right now where he can't check his phone. I'm like, uh. is this a state vacation or a federal vacation? <laughs> or a private rehab vacation. What I asked was, is this one of those vacations he checks himself into or yeah. was it ordered to go to? She's like, yeah. ordered. I'm like, goddamn. Yeah, did it? Does it sound like
1: Passage's Malibu, or does it sound like the state pen? Yeah, yeah. So, uh,
2: Well, the good news is if it's a state vacation, if it's mandated to go, not your problem anymore.
0: Yeah, that's true. At least I know he's all right.
2: (laughs) I, I just don't understand the guilt. Do you guys have anyone like that in your life? Oh, yeah. Also, also, there was a time in my life where I was that friend. I have friends <laughs> People calling. People checking on you. Yeah, no, it, it it hit me when I'm like, oh my god, they're calling to check on me. What the fuck am I
0: doing? <laughs> to I make sure I you haven't yourself,
1: or <laughs> <laughs> make sure Dave's not in the pen again.
0: Can't go back there, man. I can't go back. I'm worried about him, man. Lately, don't let this get around. He's been dressing like a cowboy. <laughs> Sitting at home by
2: myself with a cowboy hat on, no shirt, nipple tape, just like.
0: (laughs) Scandalous. All right, let's call it a week. Any shows, guys? Nerd Night
1: coming up this July. First Tuesday, come on out, 630 at 32 North Brewing. Come on out, make it a fun
0: night. And I will be doing Alpine Brewing, my monthly show there that got picked up. It's going to be on Friday, June 28th. Co-headliners David Rosenberg and Bijan Mostafavi. It's gonna Ooh, be a great be show. Love me some Alpine. Bijan. And remember, for you Alpine residents, that is the Alpine Tasting Room, not the restaurant. All right, Dave. I'm good. All right, <laughs> let's call it a week. I'm Ryan for Dave and Bobby, saying, "See you next week, cruising with the twos. This Boy. is for
1: novelty. <laughs> Live a real life, you <laughs> asshole.
0: Ooh, yeah, time
1: the fucking time is
0: passing by.